0: All right gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh it is depressing as shit in Austin, Texas right now. Gang, it is 2:30 at the time of this recording and the sun has not come out for 1 second. It is dreary. Yeah, I'm mean, looking at the I mean it's just depressing. It's not even really raining, but it's wet. I mean, it's just uh Fuck me, you guys, where you are, do you guys have those days? And But it's still muggy, right? It just like, f- fuck. Uh, it's just, a, th- these days are better for weekends when all you can do is like put on a pot of chili and just, you know, watch your 64-inch screen or some shit. It's just, uh just makes you not want to do a goddamn thing. But Uncle Bobby's going to do a show. Gang, okay, the first one up on the hit list, Ah, we, we we got it. We got to do it again, gang. This topic never gets old. <coughs> because these videos just won't go away. And I've told you guys, where's Papa? Fuck it, back on topic. I will never stop retweeting, recirculating, commenting, sharing, liking. Every time, gang, every time I see a video... Of a racist white person getting theirs. I will never not smile. It is fantastic. It makes my teeth white. I fucking love it. Right? And and again, this is quite literally something I've been saying since season one. When I was on that raggedy ass Lenovo. And shit, I didn't even have a microphone. I was just screaming into a 300 year old computer. Nothing was a step above a Commodore 64. (coughs) or not a fan. What I have been saying, gang, quite literally since season one, is my fan plugged in? Robert Reed, go fuck yourself. I'm so unprofessional, gang. I'm so unprofessional. And action. There we go. Let's put it on low. Now we're talking. Back on topic. I've been saying this since season one. And that is, during a racial moment, practice belts, hashtag unprofessional. What we tend to do is we make excuses for the racist fuckface. Then we demonize the victim of the racism. I would say more than half the times we blame the victim of the racism. Yeah, we do. Now, again, it goes a little something like this. What made me talk about this today, I've, I've seen this video for about a year now. <clears throat> and it's an older white dude. They look like they're, they're some bennigans or Chili's type of shit. And this older white dude thought it was a good idea to talk to a black man half his age and twice his size and call him a nigger. Now, gang, it just so happens that Uncle Bobby speaks fluent Negro. So let me translate what I saw. When the white dude decided to drop the bomb, everyone, ooh, you knew. The moment he said, er, it was over. Everyone knew because you heard the physical reaction. The white dude's wife, you could see she was going to try to get him out of there, and she realized Tyrone wasn't to be fucked with. So you saw her back up. It's going to sound weird because the black dude did hit him. He wasn't trying to hurt him. He wasn't. He was trying to send a message. He was being disrespectful because he just got disrespected. He's returning the favor. And by that, I mean, he hit him with an open hand. Pimp slapped him. Me walking to the corner. Seeing my Mel gigolos over there. They're not turning any money. Right? You're not selling any ass. Why aren't you over there sucking dick? What seems to be the goddamn problem? That's what he did. That's what he fucking did. He slapped him. Again and again and again. Then he pushed him on the floor. He wasn't trying to hurt him. He was trying to send him a message. Message was well received. Now, what really made me talk about this on today's show even though it's totally unrelated to the big daddy of the day the caption was is this too far for using the n-word that's what I'm talking about gang when I say we make excuses for the races while we demonize and sometimes blame the victim of the racism it's little things like that that add up to the Coons, like the Officer Tatum, quite literally saying, it's not the white dude's fault. They heard it in the rap song. And my response was straight up. You're asking the wrong question. Start asking, why did the white dude call the black dude a fucking nigger? My screen just froze. Did you guys catch that? When it did it on two days ago's show, didn't even come out. Who gives a shit back on topic? But again, it was like, Stop asking did the black guy don't go too far instead ask why did the white dude feel it necessary to cut him so deep and again I am out of the business gang I am 100% out of the business of explaining exactly why white people should not I didn't say you can't I said you should not say that word right again. Black people have been insulted by that word by white people for three to four hundred years. And apparently it wasn't a problem until the mid-1980s when rappers started to say it. Please go fuck yourselves. Then you sit here and you read some of the comments on that video. Right, right. If you get that upset over a word, then you've got emotional problems. Shut the fuck up. Again, making excuses for the white dude Who felt it necessary to call a black man a nigger. Again, I will always like those videos. I will always retweet those fucking videos. And I don't give a shit what you or anyone else thinks about me. But again, stop asking, did the black dude go too far? Start asking, why did the white dude feel so entitled that he thought he could get away with that shit? But gang, let me tell you something about Uncle Bob. Look at Papa's monkey ass. Come on, Papa. But he's asleep in the bedroom. Come on. Now Papa wants to get up. Get your fat ass up here, Papa. You guys say hello to Papa. The original. Right? He's been here longest. My little murderer. Don't let the cute face and the bow tie fool you. Gang, this fucker. I have seen him catch birds in mid-flight. He He's not fucking around, are you? Little Jack the Ripper. Where the fuck was I? Back on topic. Oh yeah, gang. Let me tell you something about Uncle Bobby. Uncle Bobby's a problem solver, right? Uncle Bobby's not out here, you know, crushing dreams and aspirations. No, Uncle Bobby's here making dreams come true. You're like, well, Uncle Bobby, how How do we, Asterisks. definitely some of my white family members, not all of them, some of my white family members are like, well, Uncle Bobby, I just don't seem to understand. I don't get the message. Uncle Bobby can you help us learn when it's appropriate to call black people niggers and when it's not appropriate to call black people niggers let's rock this out the first scenario is let's go with the video that I saw to my white fam fam if you are somewhere between the ages of 60 and 70 right if the all your hair if you even have any hair is all gray if you were in your 20s before Lyndon B Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act of 1964, if you if you wear short pants with black knee-high socks and when you do wear long pants, you pull them up to your fucking nipples, right? If you're still calling colored people colored and boy and shit like that, this one's for you. So let's take the first fucking scenario like from the fucking video. If you're in a public space, right? And again, you're somewhere between 60 and 70 years old. You see a black dude over there and he's literally half your age. His name is Tyrone. He's got dreadlocks that go down to the crack of his fucking ass. He's got a t-shirt that quite literally reads, today's not your date. And I know you're going to sit there and you're like, hmm, there's a black dude sitting over there. I wonder if I should call him a nigger. That answer is no. That answer is no. Okay, let's talk to my sisters. Asterix, not all my white sisters, but some of you, you may need this little lesson. Now, it is true. It is true what they say about the lethal nature of white women tears. To a black dude my size, it's kryptonite. And it's not even the sexy kind of kryptonite like the green kryptonite that just kind of strips me of my powers temporarily. I'm talking about the red kryptonite, the shit that could kill me. I know you're used to doing that shit to people that look like me. But I'm going to tell you something. My sisters, this shit doesn't work. Th- those women, they, my sisters, my black sisters, they don't have kryptonite. They don't. So you, you if you're a white woman of any size of any size, of any age, and let's say you go to Gold's Gym, and you see a black lady, and she's in the squat rack, and she's squatting, and you're sitting there as a white woman, and you see the black lady minding her fucking business, because that's what you do when you go to the goddamn gym, you mind your fucking business, you get sweaty, you get swole, you wash your ass, you leave, and you're sitting there, and you're like, oh, hmm, hmm, I wonder if I should call her, oh god, what a nigger. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. Right? Let's say you are a white family. A mom, a dad, two white fucking kids, and you are walking like on like a shoreline of some shit, right? And like you see a, a black family and they're doing the exact same thing. They're just sitting, they're not robbing anybody, right? The black dude doesn't have hypodermic needles out of his arm. They're not fucking eating fried chicken and watermelon. They're not sand dancing like the fucking Officer Coon. Yeah, the Officer Coon and shit. No, they're just doing the exact same thing that you are. And they're just enjoying the fucking shoreline, right? And all four of you, all four of your white people, you're sitting there like, oh man, there's a family of black people. Oh, I wonder if this is the time to call them a nigger. Don't do it. There, how simple is that? (laughs) Right? How simple? Again, stop with the bullshit, stop with the bullshit, stop with the bullshit. Right? It's not confusing. Again, if you hear the word nigger in a song, and all of a sudden you're confused, and you don't know whether you should call black people niggers or say the word nigger, it's not because the rap music, it's because you're a fucking racist. It's just really that simple. So to close this portion up, gang, again, I will always retweet those fucking videos. I will. But we still, we still, we, st- we still make excuses for the racists and we demonize and we blame the victims of the actual racism, right? Well, when black guys stop calling other black guys niggers, then maybe I'll be okay. No, that that's that's not it at all. You simply found an excuse on why that word slipped out your mouth. Now I'm going to find an excuse to make your monkey ass famous. It's just really that fucking simple. So again, let's wrap this portion up so I don't have a stroke. To my white family members who may be struggling because you haven't really figured out the formula on when it is an okay not to or maybe not to say the word nigger in a song to call a black person nigger... My final advice to you is still the exact same. Fuck you. Yeah. It's just that fucking simple. This is not a long-winded conversation. If you're still sitting there wondering why it is, you you know what? One more thing. Go, please go fuck yourselves. Again, because I'm thinking about all the times that I've had a white person tell me that this is an unfair double standard in the blase and the, the glavenoids. Okay. Again, if you feel that strong, if you're feeling that downtrodden, if life is just truly just not fair because you can't say the word "nigger" as a white dude, go for it. Start the movement. I told you before, you could be the white version of Martin Luther King mixed with a little fucking Marcus Garvey. You can fight for nigger equality. Again. Go make dreams come true. If you are feeling that slighted, that you can't say the word nigger without consequence, go change the world. I want to see you try. Right? So again, stop blaming black people. It's not our fucking fault. that you can't keep the word nigger out your goddamn mouth. Don't blame the rap music. Don't blame me and my boy because I say, what's up nigs? And all of a sudden you're quote unquote confused. It's not my fucking fault that you're a racist sack of shit. You're a racist sack of shit. Now, gang, let's jump into the big daddy of the day, and we're just gonna do a little bit more heavy critiquing of Christianity. Now, I've done stories about this fuckface before, and that's fuckface Greg Kokel at Stand to Reason. Now, gang, look at look at Papa, dude. You are an attention whore. was monkey ass. Back on Dominic. So again, I don't know. I think it's maybe a tie for first. I don't know who taught who. But fuckface Greg Kokel is often quoted by fuckface Frank Turk. Greg Kokel literally wrote a book entitled Tactics. When he's talking about engaging with people of other faiths. Talking mainly to atheists, you have to belch. Saving that one for, oh no. False alarm, back on topic. But mainly when talking to atheists, he uses tactics. Gang, if you have to use tactics to explain to your significant other why you're three hours late reeking of someone else's perfume or cologne, you look like you were freshly fucked, but your significant other has not been, and you have to use tactics, it's because you're lying. It's just that simple. If you have to employ tactics to talk to someone that does not agree with you, you're fucking lying. But here's the thing, gang. Again, people go to school for this. People, you know, get on the internet and do the, you know, special promo code, fuckfacefrankturk6969 to get 39% off of his 12-week fuckface I don't have enough fuck faith faith to shut the fuck up. He's got a PhD in this. Greg Kokel apparently is a respected apologist who writes books on tactics and the only tactic these assholes have is to act stupid. That's it. Okay, fuckface Greg Kokel. Are you really going to sit there and fix your crooked ass mouth? to tell me that it is moral to torture someone forever and their only crime was literally being born are you, is that moral? Well, I mean, I'm going to answer the question. I'm going to, but I just want to gather. What do you mean by that? I mean, mean, what do you mean by that? What what do you mean by torture? I mean, what do you mean by morality? I mean, I'm going to answer the question, but what do you mean by that? That's it. What do you mean by that? How did you come to that conclusion? That's it. And they literally said, do not answer any questions. I've heard them say it, gang. Is the sun trying to come out? No, it's not. That was wishful thinking back on topic. So when the atheist asks you XYZ, they've literally said, don't answer the question. Instead, ask the atheist, but again, before we roll these fucked up ass tapes, gang, There is a difference. There is a difference. There is a. Yesterday. Okay. There's. Let me cue this thing up. Because I'm still working on my fucking iPad generation one, right? Is it queuing up? Okay. Right there. Let's just. Hold on. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Ah, got it. Back on topic. Where the fuck was I? I was talking about fuckface Greg Cokel. Oh, yeah, here we go. Good job, alcohol. Got the save again. I just fucking forgot. Fuck me in the ass sideways. Fuck face Greg Coco. Oh, yeah, like when someone asks you a direct question, there's a difference between asking a question that clarifies and versus a question that redirects right Again, I think I've used this example before. When you tell me that God is a timeless, spaceless, immaterial, disembodied mind. A clarifying question is, what the fuck is that? I don't know what that even means. That's a clarifying question because I literally do not understand what a disembodied mind is. But yet all the pictures of is of a dude. Okay, that's a clarifying question. When I ask you, is it moral to torture someone born and raised in Saudi Arabia that's never even heard of your fucking Jesus, they're going to die and go to hell? Is that moral? When the question is, what do you mean by that and how did you come to that conclusion? That's a question that redirects because you don't want to answer that fucking question, gang. They're lying to you. They are lying. Now, I forwarded myself a whole bunch of fucking videos. I haven't seen them. This is going to be painful. So the first one up, gang, is fuckface Greg Kokel. And the conversation is how to converse with militant atheists. My first suggestion is don't. Leave us the fuck alone. Again, Christians, I know... That you think that this is the world's best kept secret. It's not. I know the gospel message. We all know the gospel message. And again, if you guys would listen for once in your fucking life versus just assert you know what our position is, you would already know that. John 3.16, 1 Peter 3.15, Jesus came down, you know, shut the fuck up. We we know all of that. We just don't buy it. So, in order, this is just going to be fucking, you know what? Please go fuck yourself. Gang, hold on, let's get this thing going. Oh, let's cue the tape. Roll the tape.
1: I got six friends who are all atheists. They're all like pretty, like they're my closest friends.
2: They're pretty militant atheists and they have been for a few years. they think
0: Christianity is dumb. They think it's not logical and they part of that because of it. Pause the tape. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but Fuckface Greg Koukl is taking a call. Okay. It's always the same shit. I've got lots of atheist friends. I'm the only Christian. To be, 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 be. Shut the fuck up. Right? They all think that Christianity is dumb. It's not logical. Look. Okay, fine. He's selling the truth. Let's say he's telling the truth. It, it is dumb. There's just no nice way to put it. Right? And again, I think it was Daniel Dennett who said... There's no nice way to tell someone that their worldview's sitting on some bullshit. Yeah, I kind of paraphrase that. And he's absolutely right. Again, pregnant virgins, shut up. Talking snakes, shut up. Seven-headed dragons. Jesus coming down on this enormous white Shetland pony. Yeah. And you know how I know Christians are on my side? Let's go talk about Scientology. Watch how you... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Xenu, volcanoes. That's stupid. That's how I feel about your bullshit, Christians. Roll the tape. Watchers that I went
1: to and what they've been exposed to, etc. And I'm trying to see the best approach I can take to start witnessing to them and evangelizing to them. I'm newer to apologetics, apologetics, and I love it so far. Oh, i got your books, Frank Turlett's. Lee Strobel mm-hmm. uh, Jay
0: Warner Wallace pretty much all the big names which are all awesome individuals pause the tape did you guys hear that? I really love apologetics translation thank you for teaching me how to lie he used the word awesome to describe the tactics of fuckface Greg Kokel a fuckface Frank Turt a fuckface Lee Strobel of all, Jay Warner Wallace, all these fuck faces, he's looking up to them. Right? I really am learning how to get along with all my neighbors and my friends and my co-workers and I'm reading books from former slave owners, uh, Adolf Hitler, uh, Uncle Bobby's Uh, ex-wife. Your source blows! And if you're gonna sit here and say the bullshit now, no, I totally love apologetics. and your book, Tactics, that's using me how to lie like a fucking cheap rug. I'm all over that. Fuck you. Again, and you're going to sit here and talk to us militant, because I'm probably sure I qualify. But yet, you're going to come and talk to me. Uh, no, son, you're not. Please go fuck yourself. Roll the tape. love the book so far.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just
0: trying to determine
2: what's the best approach. Well, Should sure. I wait until I have pretty much every single argument down
1: really well? And should I do it one friend at a time, one-on-one? Like, I'm not sure where to start. Okay, that's, those are all great questions. First of all, I tip my hat to you. You have a bunch of atheist friends. You have a, 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 what do they call it, a target-rich environment there, and so that's great. And again, pause the tape first,
0: he can go fuck himself. But again, you guys always talk about yourself like you are the minority status in America. Again, where is this fucking place? That every single Christian who makes this claim, where do you live? Where do you live where you are the one Christian in this sea of atheism? Where is this place? I'll tell you where it's not. It's not in the fucking Bible Belt where I live. I made a comment yesterday on Twitter. I should have talked to you guys before that, before this whole show started. Maybe I'll get to that. Mag on topic. Because <clears throat> again, yesterday I did not sleep at all. At all. So again, Saturday, Papa, get your fat ass down. <laughs> Shit. Walk it off, dude. I tortured myself by watching uh Christian propaganda films. And it's again always the fucking same bullshit. Right? The one Christian at the one liberal college. B to be. And again, I, I didn't get kickback, I got feedback. And, and no one was beefing, and I respected 99% of the people on the thread. But one of my responses was, God's Not Dead was literally filmed on the LSU campus. Gang, that's Baton Rouge. That's 45 minutes away from where my fucking family is. And I'm going to tell you something about that Baton Rouge area. They're no fucking atheists. You understand? that? If that's not the Bible Belt, I don't know what is. So, again, you guys can it again? <laughs> you got a target-rich environment. I mean, there's lots of atheists. Where is this place? You guys always talk about yourselves like, again, you are the one in the sea of many. And I just don't buy it. Roll this fucked-up-ass tape.
1: Um, I hope that the way that you're comporting yourself and living your life, and I'm pretty confident of this, is, is going to... Uh, Be noble and commend Christianity to them. So you're not sending out any negative signals, but, uh, and you're also doing a great job in boning up on the, on the information. All the people you mentioned are great people to read and there's a lot more out there. So you're doing a great job. Good for you. Um, Let me ask you this. Have you read the tactics book yet? I am reading it right now. I haven't finished yet. I'm currently okay. reading that one, and I don't have enough faith to be an atheist at the same time. Okay, okay, mm-hmm.
0: no, do under yeah. Please pause the tape. Tactics, and the other book is I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Gang, I cannot think of two dishonest, ti- more dishonest titles if I fucking tried. Let's read a, a, a marital, you know, fidelity book written and penned by Donald J. Trump. Are you fucking kidding me? You're reading Tactics. Again, hey, honey, I know I'm five hours late. My dick smells like someone else's booty hole or vagina, and I reek of someone else's cologne or perfume. Don't worry, I was just at the gym doing a lot of bicep curls, baby. I don't believe you. Where the fuck were you? Well, I mean, I'm I'm gonna answer the question, but I mean, what do you mean by that? I mean, what motherfucker were you fucking someone else I mean I, I, just, I just want to gather some more information so I mean but what do you mean by that well, I mean what do you mean by that I mean pizza does sleep fast under the west therefore the mud but what do you mean by that that's all that is tactics and again how many times must it be said that it requires no faith to say I don't believe you you are reading two books whose foundational principles are sitting on some bullshit but you called into the head bullshitter in charge, Fuck face Greg Coco. Roll his fucked up ass tape. We're
1: not making it do what this. I'm, what I'm gonna, good. Well, what I'm going to be suggesting to you is a tactical approach. Okay, and um, this is always the best way to start any conversation with people who are who who are hostile in terms of their ideology. They may be very nice to you, but and, and as friends, but still their ideas are hostile. Okay and uh, to your ideas or they are hostile to your ideas whatever um and that right. right pause the tape no that's not hostility that's
0: called honesty again you're setting up this persecution complex you're setting up this victim class again i'm a grown-ass man and i do believe the saying that the internet will one day kill religion you can't lie to kids the way they lie to us The average age of porn exposure, first porn exposure, is somewhere between 11 and 12. Fuck around and tell that 10-year-old that you don't have to have sex in order to have a magic baby. Well, Pornhub says otherwise, Mom. You cannot lie to today's... Is everything plugged in? Okay. Where the fuck was I going with that? No, yeah, back on topic. This isn't hostility. It's kind of like what they call... A genuine question. A genuine question is one that could be easily answered. Well, fuck it, I don't believe in God. Hey, fuckface, John 316. Okay, I'm a Christian now. Right? That's what this is. Please go fuck yourself. Right? That's not hostility. I told you, I'm a grown ass man. And you just told me that some dude went to a sea. That's not a creek bed, gang. That's a lot of fucking water. He took a magical stick and he did this right here. Ah, and that entire sea just split the fuck in half. Please go fuck yourself. And when I say, please go fuck yourself, that doesn't make any sense. That No, I don't believe you. That's not hostility, fuck faces. It's not. You guys know what this is, by any chance? It's the world's shittiest blade. My instructor gave it to me as a gift. He thought about me while he was shopping at a flea market. It's when I first made master. And so Moses Williams was just like, Congratulations, asshole. You just made master. I love this. I will never get rid of it. Back on topic. That's not hostility. It's called honesty. And again, if you want to think it's hostile, fine. Let's go sit down Let's have some coffee, and let's talk about what you think about Scientology. Roll the tape.
1: There's a tremendous amount of safety in questions. And this specific challenge, when atheists say that Christians are stupid or it's irrational, uh, this is one that I've faced before. And there's a very simple question to ask at this point. And maybe you have asked it, and they've responded. I'd like to hear what they have to say. But, um, lots of people who are atheists think that the atheists are the smart guys. In fact, one famous atheist, Daniel Dennett. Okay. Before we get to that,
0: pause the tape. How many times do I say that I'm the brain damaged C student? I can only speak for myself gang. I have often also said, if you ever walk into a room and uncle Bobby is the smartest person in that room, get the fuck out. That's the most dangerous room in the fucking on the planet. Get the fuck out. But he's playing on his bullshit that, again, we're persecuting them. You're stupid for being a Christian. I don't believe that at all. I don't, because I was once one as well. Stop it, Christians. You can't be the ruling class. You can't be the numerical majority and the victim class all at the same fucking time. Right? Right? They may think you're stupid. No, I just think you got hoodwinked. They got to you like me when the top of my head was still soft. And they told me when I was a child, when I was intellectually indefensible. And they told me that I'm a guilty sinner and I should go to hell. Now get on your knees and beg for forgiveness for being born. So you know what I did? I did it. I don't think you're stupid, Christian. I believe your beliefs are stupid. And I can critique what you believe. And I can be harsh when your beliefs are lethal. Like when you tell gay people they ain't shit. Again, you're not being persecuted. You're not being attacked. Grow the fuck up. Roll the tape.
1: First to atheists as the brights. You know, like the, the brights, the smart people, right? Kind of self-serving it right. seems to be, and that right. and the uh, and the, the religious people are the dim bulbs, you know, kind of thing. All right, fine. Tell me, this is the question I would ask: What is dumb or irrational about Christianity? What is? Pause the
0: tape. You don't have that kind of time, and you don't want the answer. You know what's irrational about Christianity? All of it. To sit here and tell me that someone loves me, but I should also be afraid of that person because they're going to hurt me. That's irrational. That's dumb. Passing that off as love? No, sir. No, sir. And I'm not backing down faith because it's what I do for a living. That is irrational. To tell someone to get on their knees, beg for forgiveness for a crime they did not commit. Right? What else is dumb about Christianity? Telling someone that the only way you can't be okay with this intergalactic version of Scott fucking Peterson with a couple fucking dashes of fucking OJ Simpson is to eat flesh and to drink blood. Let me ask, uh, what do you mean by that? What, uh, what do you mean by rational? You tell me, fuckface Greg cokel how is drinking blood, metaphorically or not, how does that make you the least bit okay? Seriously. Tell me. Telling me that a teenage girl got pregnant with no dick is irrational. If you want me to call it dumb, I will call it dumb. Virgins can't get pregnant. Say it with me, gang. Virgins can't get pregnant. Virgins can't get pregnant. The easier question is which part of Christianity is rational? Which part of it isn't stupid? this is too easy fuck nuts
1: roll the tape um or okay. irrational about christianity and now you want specifics you want them to say you want them to spell it out and this is just an example of the first colombo question what do you mean by that it's just a variation okay, okay. so if you were to say right. it to your friends ross um w- what is dumb about what is stupid i guess is the word they use oh they use the s word oh. Naughty, naughty. What is stupid (laughs) about Christianity? What do you think they'd say? I'm going to say... Pause the tape. No matter what
0: that question is, his response will be, what do you mean by that? Again, I'm looking at Coco right now, and at minimum, he's 10 to 12 years older than I am. Minimum. Fuckface Frank Turk has got a PhD. He's about the same age minimum and their only tactic is to act dumb like they don't understand what the fuck it is that just came out of your mouth roll the tape
1: oh look at all the evil in the world
0: what do you mean by evil what do you you mean by evil
1: what typical slogany atheistic responses basically okay let me okay let's just take one at a time okay um according to the christian worldview it's a magical world Okay, if God right. exists, if there is a God, wouldn't something like that be possible? Walking on water. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course it would be possible. Okay, so the real question. Okay, okay, let's address that. Pause the tape.
0: Well, I mean, if the last son of Krypton actually got shipped to planet Earth, and the cells of his body actually drank up the radiation from the yellow sun. I mean, isn't it possible that Superman exists? I mean, if it's possible that the planet Oa exists, and if you get the ring, and if you say the oath, you know, in brightest day and darkest night, no evil shall escape my sight. That those that worship evil's might. Beware my power. Queen Lantern's light. Isn't it possible that your entire body gets covered in green energy? The power of... W- and the only limitation is your will and your imagination? I mean, isn't it... Christian, shut the fuck up. You're going backwards. Prove your God exists. Fuck nuts, then we can talk about all the fucking miracles that apparently he fucking... Pro- we're all this fucked up as to
1: it is whether there's a god or not okay that's so now what you've done is you've deflected parried that was the word i was looking for with the other caller with the sword you parry the the kind of the uh, the condescension oh people walk on water nobody can do that well no not not in your world but in god's world yes they could okay now the question is which world is the true world So now you've moved it to a different discussion that's more fruitful, whether or not God exists, okay? So you've moved the the issue to something substantive, okay? Um, Now, they also raise the issue about the the question of evil, okay? Now, I've just been working on this the last few days in this book I'm writing. So the question, now here's the question. They think the problem of evil is a problem for Christians. It is not. It's a problem for the atheist. And I'll see if I can show you this very quickly. Because the question I'm going to ask is, um, when they say the problem of evil, so you believe there's real evil in the world? Yes, I do. Obviously, they're going to say. Okay. Now, the next question is really important. Are you saying that there's evil out there, that things people do are actually evil? Or are you just saying there are things that you don't like? Now, Ross, that's the difference between objective and uh, in morality and subjective. Work.
0: Okay, pause the tape. Gang, I didn't think it would take this fucking long. I want to move on to another video. Christian, shut the fuck up. Okay, if he's writing another book, it should be written in crayon. Honestly and truly, with fucking pop ups. Please go fuck yourself. Right? The problem of evil. Blah, 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 blah. So, again, it's a whole is it your opinion or is it objectively wrong? And I've already told you, it's an argument that I don't entertain. I don't care that you sit in a circle with the likes of this asshole and at least I can say that rape is objectively wrong. I just got a text. You guys can't see it. Thank God. Literally, go fuck yourself. My manager at work wanted to confirm the next day that we set for the women's self-defense seminar that I'm going to teach. And you'll never guess what. It'll be sold out in an hour. That's how scared some of these women are to walk the fucking streets. I'd say I've got 25 women in that seminar. You know how many of them have actually been raped? Groped? Sexually assaulted? Some sh- bullshit like that? Go ahead. Go ahead and sit down with Susie. As she's sitting here talking. About the worst day of her fucking life. And am like, look Susie, I know that was some real fucked up shit. And the guy that took you on the date did all kinds of fucked up shit. But don't worry. I can call it objectively wrong. Again, when Susie starts to care. That's when I'll start to care, but that's where he's going with his bullshit. Roll the tape. Oh, the relativism.
1: Okay, you just want to get the, get clear. All we're doing is getting clear on their idea. Do you mean you think there are really, real, actual evil things in the world? Okay, that's what I want to know. Now, when people raise the problem of right. evil, they usually mean they actually usually mean there's evil in the world. Okay, even the atheist says that. Look at those things. Look at the shootings. Look at this. Look at all the genocide. Look at all that stuff. Look at all that bad stuff. How could God allow all of that? Okay. Right. Okay, so fine. Let's say, okay, this is another move here at this point. Now that you've clarified that they believe in objective evil, those things are actually bad. Okay, fine. Pause the tape.
0: You see that? He led you into that answer. Okay, now that we've established that they believe in objective morality, again, this is what happens when you use tactics... You're setting up a dishonest conversation. Again, the actual question is, how can I help that uh, rape survivor? The shooting survivors of Uvalde, Texas. How can I help the survivors of the Uvalde shooting? That's what you should be asking. That's all that fucking matters. Whether it was objectively, subjectively, relatively, or just your fucking opinion, Shut the fuck up. I don't care if the shooter of Uvalde was right-handed or left-handed. I don't care. I don't care if that was a boy or a girl. I don't care. I don't care. I do not care. What I do know is that was a fuck face. And there are 11 families whose lives have been irreversibly damaged. Anything else, you're a fucking Christian apologist. Again, all I can do is strongly suggest, gang, do not get into the fucking argument, be it with a Christian or anybody else, about objective morality. Because objective morality does not help the bottom line. It just doesn't. Gang, I thought I was going to get two more clips, but now, because I'm stubborn, I want to see how far I can make it through this. We may do this one and one more Then I got to go get drunk. Roll the tape.
1: So... So you're an atheist, right? Let's just, yeah. So I, I'm notice I'm role playing here. I'm role playing both sides for the sake <laughs> of time. God. Yep. So you're an atheist. Yeah. Right. So let's just say there is no God. Okay. Do the, Are those evil things still happening? All this stuff you just described, all these school shootings and the genocide and all these rapes and all this stuff, it still happens, right? Yeah. Okay. So there's no God, but all these evil things are happening. Explain to me how those things can be evil if there is no God. That's the question. Pause
0: the tape. Christians, that's the dumbest fucking question on the goddamn planet. If there is no God, how are these things so evil? What's the matter with you guys? So focused on being the last person standing in a debate. And he sat there and he talked about the rapings and the shootings and all this other bad stuff like it wasn't shit. Just so he can get to his ultimate tactic. Again, gang, all I can't tell you what to do. All I can do is strongly suggest. Here's my tactic. And that is stay on topic. Rape is wrong. Period. In the story. The next question is, how can I help him or her? The survivor of that crime. That's it. That is it. The, the 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 victims and the surviving family members of mass shootings. The only question that you ask is, "How can I help?" That's it. Everything else is bullshit. That is it. If you employ the here's the again here's the Uncle Bobby tactic. I'm gonna write a book, and it, I'm selling it for zero dollars and zero cents. When you hear some shit that's fucked up, ask, "How can I help? How can I help you?" Even if it's just, you know what, could you just sit with me for an hour and shut the fuck up? An hour? Let's make it two. Right? Get, uh, get, Knocking on wood unnecessarily. So, I won't get into details. A friend of mine in college went through something real fucked up. Real fucked up. You guys probably already know what the fuck it is I'm talking about. Really long story short, I remember. So if you don't know the 40 acres, just Google image the 40 acres. The, the campus of UT is actually very beautiful. It's actually very scenic. We walked. We walked. And I'll never get what she said. I won't repeat it. The fountain. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google image the fountain. There's several fountains around the University of Texas, but the fountain. And I remember we walked and we sat at the fountain. And She said something to me and it, it was very touching. Four words. Four words. We didn't talk the entire time. We just walked. She needed someone to share the space. So that's what we did. She said four words to me and that was 30 plus years ago. I'll never forget it. That's what the fuck it is you do. You don't, again, the only tactic is how can I help you? Everything else makes you a Christian apologist, which makes you a piece of shit. You're only interested
1: in winning a debate. Roll the tape. Explain to me all those things can be evil in the way you're talking about them if there is no God. Now they might say wait, I don't care what you're after. Okay, wait a minute you said these things are evil, right? Yeah, that means they they broke a rule they, 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 they shouldn't have done what they did there's some rule of goodness that they didn't abide by they broke a law, that's what it means to be evil, right? Yes, okay so you're an atheist, tell me where those laws come from
0: I lost, pause the tape, in the tape, I can't go through that. I, I just can't. Again, tactics, gang. In other words, this is how you lie. When someone shares with you something real fucked up, the only tactic is to quite literally ask, how can I help you? How can I be of service? I know it's bad. I can't stop what happened because it's already happened. But how can I help you? I just belch. Hashtag a professional, a little bit of a mood killer. Let me see what's next. Again, that 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 one was just sitting on some bullshit. That that one made me upset. Not just that he said it, gang, but people call in to get advice from this fuckface. They buy his books. They want to know what fuckface... Hold on, let me pause this. They want to know what fuckface Greg Cochle thinks on these topics. This is how he was teaching people how to talk to militant atheists. That was disgusting. Again, the only way you employ tactics in a verbal interaction is when you want to lie. Again, honey, where were you? Where were you? Right, you're walking bowl legged, someone knocked the bottom out of it, and I just sat in this house by my goddamn self, trying not to call the cops to figure out where the fuck you were. What is that white stuff right here in the corner of your fucking mouth? What did you do? You were supposed to be home at six. At twelve midnight. You reek of someone else's cologne. Where the fuck were you? Well I'm gonna answer your question, but I mean what do you mean by that? I mean what do you-, you only employ tactics when you're gonna fucking lie. Looking the next one up from fuck face Stand to Reason, you know this, one, there's no way. This is a six minute video, and if we make it 90 seconds, I'm going to be shot. The Bible and homosexuality. Okay, before we roll the tape, let's just get through it. <clears throat> God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Don't be gay. It's okay to be gay, you just can't be gay. Okay, hey. I coveted someone's belonging. That makes me just as much of a guilty sinner. So shut the fuck up. That's what he's going to say. Roll the tape.
2: We also get that there's a huge temptation to simply avoid these hot button issues. So here's the thing. We totally get that there are important and controversial issues in the church today. We also get that there's a huge temptation to simply avoid these hot button issues. After all, topics like homosexuality, Emotions can run high, making things really uncomfortable for everybody.
0: Pause the tape. You want to know why emotions run high, Christians? <clears throat> because the only people who have an issue with this, for the most part, is you. It's like when you could say something fucked up. Like, well, why don't we teach the controversy? Evolution or creationism. That's because there's no controversy. See, there's a foundational pillar of universally accepted science evolution, that is testable, that is repeatable, the blase and the fucking glavenoids, and then there's the fucked up ass fairy tale, that again, some white dude just said, like, there's nothing, there's no controversy, the only reason why homosexuality is an emotional topic, is because you guys make it such, again, those two gay guys, those two lesbianic sisters of ours, they just want to be happy. There's nothing controversial behind that, until you add a Christian who wants to sit there and tell Susie and Rebecca, you can't do that. It's not God's bet. The only reason why this is an emotional topic is because Christians, you make it out to be one. Roll this fucked up ass tape.
2: So the temptation is strong to lay low and say nothing, but is that the way Jesus wants us to live? We don't think so. The problem is, there's a lot of misinformation out there when it comes to homosexuality. Yeah! Mix that with...
0: Community. Balls it Tate! You're absolutely right, fuck nuts! Did you guys catch that? There's a lot of misinformation out there surrounding homosexuality. You're right! And it's all coming out of the mouth... ...of the religious. Gay people, trans people, lesbianics, our bi's, our asexuals, our interse- intersex, all the- They're not predators. They're not. Right? They didn't choose this lifestyle. It's not a fucking lifestyle. Read something other than a goddamn Bible verse. Right? The, 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 the beef is coming from your side, Christians. Not anyone else's. Roll this tape. Understandably high levels of emotion.
2: And we have the perfect recipe for trouble. At Stand Reason, we're convinced there's a better way. We call it... Speaking the truth.
0: Pause the tape. There is a better way, Christians. And that's to shut the fuck up. Get out of this argument. Get out of this argument. You believe a virgin got pregnant. You believe the earth is 6,000 fucking years old. You believe that you need to engage in uh, cannibalism and vampirism to cure you of a magical curse. You're right. The best way for you guys to engage in this is not to do it. Because if you're not going to help, then all you're doing is fucking hurting. Get out of this conversation. Because again, if I, shut the fuck up. The best thing, hang the fucking asterisk, gang. Not all Christians. But from here on out, Christians. The best thing for Christians to do when it's time to talk about our LGBTQ plus family members, the best place for you to be is nowhere to be found. Again, the only reason why this is a controversy is because you believe in a God. Period. Roll this fucked up ass tape. Love. Actually, it's not really our concept. We got it from
2: Paul. The idea is to take accurate biblical knowledge and temper it with wisdom. Sure, we focus on the truth. That's really important. But we do it in a way that shows respect for the people we differ with. Giving the reasons, not just the rules. It may not completely...
0: Pause the tape. Christians, the last thing I want to hear out of your fucking ass mouth is the word respect. Because you don't respect. You don't. Right? You don't get to tell the gay person that they're an abomination. And when they tell you, yeah, this isn't a choice. It's a choice. Don't worry. I know what's going on with you better than you do. You chose this. You're suppressing the knowledge of God. You don't get to say the word respect, Christians. You just don't. Roll the tape. Use every situation, but it helps us to speak confidently and
2: accurately about what God says about hard issues. So what is the biblical truth about homosexuality? Well, we can't cover everything on the topic here, but we can give you the basics. Then you can check out our other resources for more in-depth info. First, let's see what the Bible does not say. It does not say that homosexuality is the worst sin ever. Instead, it's one of a bunch of sins that many of the
0: rest of us are off. Pause the tape. Go fuck yourself. That is how you guys act though, isn't it Christians? Yeah, it is. You guys act like homosexuality is the worst one. You know how I know I'm right? Again, if a murderer gets out of jail, they can get married. If a thief gets out of jail, they can get married. I'm just running down the Ray Comfort bullshit. If you look with lust, you can still get married. Why did that freeze again? Who gives a shit? Let's keep going. If you say God's name in vain, you can still get married. You can adopt. You can do all that shit. But it wasn't until almost 10 years ago, gang. Christianity is over 2,000 years old. Marriage equality, which is still under attack, It's 10 years old. So stop talking about it, Christians. Like, you don't think it's the worst sin because you think it is. Yeah, I I didn't assert your position. I've got proof unlike you guys. How do I know this? This fuck fake, you know, please go fuck yourself. This video has almost a half a million views. Stop telling me that you guys don't think it's the worst sin. Because that is all you guys ever fucking talk about. Roll the tape. Guilty of two.
2: It also does not say we can't have friends that are homosexual. Paul said if our goal was to avoid all non-Christians because of their behavior.
0: Pause the tape. That falls underneath the heading with friends like these who needs enemies. Christians... You may not hate, but you don't know how to love, I can tell you that. Leave gay people alone. They're leaving you alone. Please notice how they're not knocking on your door saying, watch me suck my boyfriend's dick. But you knock on their doors to tell them about the good word. Right? Make friends. But I've heard Christians do shit like this. And when they make friends, A good number of them only do it to butter you up so that they can sell their bullshit. I've done shows on it. I have. Make sure you get... You know what this is, gang? Please go fuck yourself. I don't say this lightly. Let's get some alcohol. If a predator looked like a predator, they would never preditate. That's what I tell the women in my self-defense classes. The person who's going to hurt you is the nicest, most well-dressed, successful, most respectful person you've ever met. You know this person. Because if a predator look, fucking his beard's all fucked up, he's wearing an overcoat even though it's 105 degrees, he's sitting outside a playground and he's just sitting there watching the kids leave the school, you avoid that person at all costs, don't you? but it's the person that compliments you takes you out on dates right that's the person that's more likely to hurt you I've done shows on this tactic where they make sure that you make, be, become their friend become their friend because they're going to catch you slipping I'm going to belt hashtag unprofessional and before you know it they got you Now you want to enroll in conversion therapy. Now you're on your knees and not in a sexy, vibrant way. And you're begging for forgiveness for a crime you didn't commit and all this bullshit. That's bullshit right there. Make friends. No, 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 no. In other words, make converts. Butter them up. Butter them up. Because if you come right out, you're a guilty sinner who deserves to go to hell, the blasé, and the glavanoids. People are going to run. Get their friendship first, then you fuck them up. Roll the tape.
2: We have to leave the world completely, and that's not what we want. We wanna reach the people with Christ's message of love and forgiveness.
0: Pause the tape, what did I just say? The last step, right next to make friends, right after that, share the gospel. That's what I just told you. If a predator looked like a predator, he or she would never predate. They're buttering you up. They don't lead right off with your guilty sack of shit who deserves to be hurt. They get your friendship. I've gone to dinner with pastors. Coffee with pastors. They cannot. It, it's like fucking quick draw McGraw. On how fast they can get their wallet out. And after a while, it's like. Then I realized. Because they're being nice to me. And they get to write it off. But again. If a predator looked like a fucking predator, they would never preditate. Roll the tape. Now, it's not
2: our job to look down in a judgmental way on non-believers. We should befriend them instead. We know from Genesis 1.27 that everyone is made in the image of God. That makes them special to God, and they should be special to us, too.
0: Pause the tape, so special that if we don't suck your God's nutsack, He's gonna torture us forever. But apparently, it was our choice, wasn't it? That's predatory. That is predatory. Notice the happy music. They got someone who doesn't sound like me. Make sure you make a friend. Don't look down on them. That's all you guys do. That is predatory right there. Roll this fucked up ass tape.
2: Probably the most important thing the Bible does say about homosexuality comes from Jesus himself. I know you've heard that Jesus never said anything on the issue, but that's not completely true. Listen to this. In Matthew 19, 4 and 5, Jesus says, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. There it is. Jesus makes it clear that God had a perfect plan from the beginning. He made woman and man to complement each other. And to be the right kind of partners for one another.
0: Pause the tape. I've said it before. And have Jesus come down here and tell us his goddamn self. Until then, you're just a bigot. You're a homophobe. Again, those two gay guys over there, booty fucking, they're not thinking about you, Christians. They're not. But you think, gang, holy shit. The trash man is just now getting here. It's like, yo, Make sure your trash is out by 5.30 or 6 a.m. Motherfucker, it's 3.30. These motherfuckers. Hold on. Oh, okay. So the real fucked up thing is, because I can never fucking catch them, my car is actually outside for the first time. I'm a Cajun. Everything's in the fucking garage. You want... I can't tell you the last time I've used my fucking front door. And it... I'd probably say seven times out of ten, these fuck faces. They put my goddamn uh, trash can right in front of my goddamn driveway. They saw my car. Now that you shut the fuck up, city of Austin. Go fuck yourself. Where was I? Back on topic. Like, hold on, I completely forgot where I was. Hold on. This motherfucker. Just sexually. That's what he what? means
2: by one flesh.
0: Oh, yeah. Homes- Pause the date. Again. Yes, Christians, you do. You go in. Please insert sex joke there. You go in on homosexuality like it is the only sin that matters. It is. Again, murderers. OJ fucking Simpson could get married if he wanted to. Gay people have been able to get married for the last 10 years. Please go fuck yourself. But if it's that important to your God, have him come down here and tell us himself. But he's not going to do it. So now I have to judge you. You don't like it? Then again, shut the fuck up. The best place for a Christian to be in in, in this conversation is nowhere to be found. Because you guys add nothing but hate. I don't care that they found this gentle soul to narrate this fucked up ass video. I don't care that they've got these tremendous graphics and the happy music. This is hate. And the fucked up part is, again, it's how do you poison a dog? And if you're from the country, you already know this answer. You don't feed that goddamn dog poison. Not straight up. You wrap it in meat. You wrap it in bacon. Ground round. By the time that dog realizes what has happened, it's too late. That's what this is. Soft-toned guy. Happy music pleasant graphics. Make sure you're their friend. Next thing you know, you're calling yourself a guilty sinner who deserves to be tortured. This is predatory. Roll the tape. ...life long,
2: and to be the right kind of partner that's just right for him. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 3-8, through 8, that we should be different from the rest of the crowd, wholly set apart avoiding sexual immorality, that is, staying away from any kind of sex that distorts God's good plan. The thing that makes homosexuality bad is the same thing that makes any sex outside of marriage bad. It's a way of saying no to the wonderful plan
0: that God had from the start. Which is based. Pause the tape. I look forward. <laughs> hey, shut up. Get sh- Christians, get a better relationship with sex. Again, it... it, it that important to your God, have his monkey ass come down here and tell us his goddamn self. I mean, this is just disgusting. This is quite literally the equivalent. If you take your next breath or blink your eyes or take a piss, you're a bad person. Guess what just happened? Right? Your sexual urges are okay. There's nothing wrong with it, and you don't need a wedding ring for sex to be enjoyable or okay. You make those rules. Right? Give me a fucking break. Or, or maybe your God should just ignore all the premarital sex the exact same way he ignores the Catholic Church booty raping for fucking centuries. I mean, give me a... Roll this fucked up ass tape. With the same saying same no to
2: God, Not good, in other words. God's original plan is the reason we see passages about homosexuality worded the way they are. For example, think of Leviticus 18, 22-23. It says, you shall not lie with a male as one lies with a female. It is an abomination. God says it's wrong to use
0: man for the same kind of sex God gave... Pause the fucking tape. Exactly what I just said. Leviticus 18, 22 to 23, it did start out like that, but he didn't finish it, right? Again, if a predator looked like a predator, they would never preditate. You guys know what the end of Leviticus 18, 22 says, 23, kill them. You fucking kill them. You pick up a rock and you throw it at the gay people until they are no longer converting oxygen to carbon dioxide, That's what it says. Yeah, it does. You know what the latest rebuttal to that is? Is that God wasn't talking about two dudes fucking. See, and and no one here in ages. No one here in ages. Don't worry, I'm going to explain it to you. So, what the verse meant was, don't rape kids. The verse says, the verse reads, <clears throat> if a man lies with a man as he does a woman. Yeah, that kind of sounds like homosexuality. But apparently, this word, when converted to Old English, converted to Hebrew, converted to fucking Gaelic, converted to Spanish, converted back to French, converted to all these different words. It means little boy. Don't but fuck little boys. Fuckface. Are you really telling me that your God is so fucking smart that you have to be fluent in 17 different fucking dead languages and have a fucking PhD in fuckface theology to understand that Leviticus 18.22 to fucking 23 means don't booty rape boys? Shut the fuck up. It says to kill gay people. That's what it says. That's it. Fuck your word games. Fucked excuses. Fuck the translations from 77 different dead languages. That's what it says. This video sitting on some bullshit. Roll the tape. One four.
2: Again, it's the same as saying no to God. Notice that this verse is grouped with other verses about misuse of God's gift of sex, like adultery and
0: fornication. We
2: find the exact same reasoning in the-
0: Pause the tape, but up until 10 years ago? You can adulterate your motherfucking ass off. You can fornicate your motherfucking ass off. You can still get married. You can adopt kids. You can serve in the United States military. None of that you could have done until 10 years ago. Fuck face. So again, stop acting like you guys, guys don't act. I'm so mad I can't even fucking speak right. Stop acting, Christians, like you don't act. Like homosexuality is the worst sin out there. Roll the tape. Let's wrap this up. Testament 2. When Paul speaks against
2: homosexuality in Romans 1, he calls it a degrading passion. Why? Because as he put it, women exchange the natural function for that which is unnatural. And in the same way, also the men abandon the natural function of the woman and burn in their desire toward one another. Paul's point is that God made man for woman and woman for man sexually. That is why he talks about natural function, not desire. In one sense, we naturally desire lots of things God says we shouldn't be involved in. Homosexuality, along with other sexual sins, is just another way of denying the natural function, the purpose or plan of kind of safe, satisfying sex God purposed
0: for man and for woman alike. Pause the tape, Christians. I don't know how you're doing it, but my sex is satisfying without a wedding ring. I've had plenty. Since my divorce... You guys are aware... Hold on. I'm so bad at math. I'm 15 days away. 15 days away. December the 27th. 7.47 in the p.m. I will never fucking forget it. Texas played Washington... In the goddamn... um, Holiday Bowl. Really long story short. I remember there was chili... There was red wine, my ex-wife was sitting on the fucking couch, overalls, a gray hoodie, didn't touch the fucking uh, chili, which was my favorite dish that she made, and just sat there with it, and again, I was just tired of it, and I remember, I paused, I paused the take on the game, I was like, what, again, I'm leaving out a lot of details, what is it, what, you've been acting weird for the last two to three, what, what? And I just remember, I was like, this, is it 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 and I'm like, 20 things. I'll never forget. So, she's sitting on the fucking couch, right? I don't even know where I'm going with this. She's got her glass of red wine, which she didn't touch. Her feet are up, and I asked her, I was like, what, are you leaving me? And she did this right here. gang at that moment i was like and what did i oh i was like oh my god i gang i said oh my god look papa i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay papa these dogs are so in tune to my fucking emotional state and i remember i said oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my that's all i said Gang, where the fuck was i going with that that December 27th, 7.47 in the p.m. Texas played Washington. Holy shit, gang. Do you want to know who Texas plays in the Alamo Bowl? Fucking Washington. What's going to happen next? Uh, how do you, where was I going with that? Hold on. That's Paul. Long marriage.
2: Since we naturally desire lots of things God says we shouldn't be involved in. Homosexuality, along with other sexual sins, is just another way of denying the natural function. The purpose or plan of kind of safe, satisfying sex, God, purpose right, for man original. and for woman.
0: That's where I went with that. So, December 27th, marked the day my ex-wife walked out on me. Yes, I'm leaving out a lot of fucking details. <sighs> Gang, yeah. Uncle Bobby's done some fucking since then. Just a little bit. And apparently all of it was bad. It it didn't go down according to God's plan. Okay, have them come down here and tell me. Oh, what? What are you going to say now, Christians? Don't worry, Robert. You'll get yours when you go to hell and be tortured forever. Listen to what you just said to me. No, that was not the most loving message. Please go fuck yourself. You just threatened a six foot three inch, 245 pound black dude, highly muscled, highly agitated. And you just threatened him. And then you called it love. Please go fuck yourself.
2: Roll the date. Lifelong marriage. Paul's in other words. Okay, you know
0: what? Paul's a date. He said lifelong marriage. I remember listening to a talk on RNRA. I don't know if this is an up-to-date stat, but the highest rate of divorce in this country, evangelical Christians That's why
2: in 1 Corinthians 6, 9 and 10, Paul says that among those who will not inherit the kingdom of God are the sexually immoral and adulterers, the thieves, the swindlers and drunkards and homosexuals.
0: Men who sleep with other men. Pause the tape in the tape. Christians, please go fuck yourself. That entire list is completely null and void. It is. You know how it gets nulled? You know how it gets avoided? You accept Jesus. That's it. There is nothing you can do that God will not forgive as long as you say, I accept Jesus Christ. And I don't want to hear your excuses. I don't want to hear your Shut the fuck up. How do you get to heaven, gang? How? I'll tell you. Believe in Jesus. You can cure cancer. You could can stop COVID. You can bring peace to the Middle East. You can stop the Atlanta Falcons from playing football. You can end the practice of putting pineapple on pizza. There's no amount of good you can do that God will say, good job, guy. Good job, girl. No. It doesn't matter. Our good deeds are like filthy rags. Hmm, I don't think I read that somewhere before. To the Lord. You go to hell. You get fucked up. All you have to do is accept the Jesus sacrifice. So that list of bullshit that shut the fuck up. It's all forgivable. Just say you believe in Jesus and you're good to go. Gang, Uncle Bobby has only given you two big motherfucking problems. So as a result, let me turn that off. Uncle Bobby is only going to give you two big motherfucking solutions. First one up, the never-ending conversation on should white people say the word nigger. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You know better. You do know better. You do. You're looking for permission. You're looking for excuses as to why you should say it. Right? It's not the rapper's fault. It's not my fault. It's not the black girl's fault. It's your fault. You know good and goddamn well you shouldn't use the word nigger. That's why I don't feel sorry for you. I don't in any context. Right? But, again, if you're feeling that slighted, If you're feeling that janked, you're getting the short end of the stick. What about this double standard, Uncle Bobby? Then go change the world. Go fight if it's that important to you. Go fight. Go make sure that white people from here on out can say the word nigger without consequence. Do it. But I will always smile when I see the videos of a white person getting theirs. I will. You know the weight behind the word. You know you shouldn't say it. But you're entitled. This country has taught you that you are above it all. And if anyone should be able to call a black person without a fucking uh, consequence, it's a 65-year-old white dude saying it to a 30-year-old black dude. I don't feel sorry for you. I, I just don't. And again, you don't need an explanation. You're looking for absolution. And I'm not here to give it to you. Go say nigger all the live long day. Knock yourself out. Literally knock yourself out. But don't worry. You'll be next. I'll be doing a story on your monkey ass next. And I will be smiling my nigger ass off as I sit here and I watch a black dude or a black woman wear your monkey ass out. Go ahead. Say it. King next. Went up and lastly, but not easily. Stand to reason. Shut the fuck up. Right, the whole shabang bang about Christian apologetics. If you subscribe to that theory, it's for one reason and one reason only. You want to lie. I've already covered their Christian view on homosexuality. You know how I feel. So let's stick with fuck face Greg Kokel. Turek. Strobel. Wallace. All of them. You're lying. You're absolutely lying seminars, books, webinars to simply teach people how to shift the focus of the conversation. You're smart enough to make it to 40, have an IRA, 401k, full-time employment, dental insurance, medical insurance, you got a spouse, you got children, you got a mortgage, a blase and the fucking glavanoids. But I need to tell you the definition of the word evil. What do you mean by that? How did you come to that conclusion? He straight up said to Perry. You're lying. You're lying. And again, if you want to know how to talk to a militant atheist, I recommend that you don't do it. I don't think you should do it because you're not capable of being honest. If you need to employ tactics To talk to someone, it's because of one reason and one reason fucking only. You're going to lie to us. And gang, I'm too old and I'm too tired. Some guy on the internet wanted to challenge me to a discussion and I've been going back and forth all day on whether I should do it. Entertainment wise, yeah, it would get a lot of clicks. But it's like, do I have the emotional space? As some Christian wants to tell me, through Bible verses. Why they're the right kind of Christian. While well, that Christian over there is the wrong kind. It's like fuckface, face. You don't understand the basic concept. Of target audience. If you're smart enough to write a book. To have websites. And do shit like that. You should know these simple ass topics. And concepts. That's what I'm talking about gang. Apologetics. Tactics. Tactics. It's there for one reason and one reason only. It's there to satisfy the intellectually lazy. Because you can't have an actual back and forth, can you? You just want to find a clever way how to fucking lie. All right, gang, the big guy's held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Jen and Truth, let's go.